an African story formerly produced for radio, presented and read by Richard Nichols. As for the two siblings, the meeting was low-key, and the time away seemed to have healed all animosity that they had for each other in their younger days. Mr. Plus One, well, sister, what have you been up to the last two years? Miss Plus Two, not much. Had some children along the way, and that was short-lived, as I have no time for crying babies, as no Pafeda has. We tend to move on after they are born. And you, brother, what have you been up to? Done very much the same, helped to bring young into the world mostly, sit with my friends and chat about the goings-on in the park, and as you are soon to find out, said Mr. Plus One. Sounds like a good life. And one question, what is food availability like here? Give me a breakdown on dinner, as I love giving my fangs a good workout, said Miss Plus Two in a firm tone. Lots of good food, as in mice and rats. I have even come to like fish, due to croc, my good friend, said Mr. Plus One. What you have friends, and all the animals you could choose, is a crocodile? That is totally absurd, not to mention out of line. I have told you before, it is us, and that is how it must be. I will, for the good of our siblinghood, meet with the others you say are your friends. Don't misunderstand me. I'm not okay with this absurd behaviour on your part. Family rules, said Miss Plus Two. Croc makes a comment. Well, it looks like the happy meeting is turning into a fight instead, and over me to boot. Clip has his say. Well, here we go again. Family politics takes over and leaves a bitter taste in the mouth. I suppose we are now on the outs, and so it will be for Crazy Mir, the meerkat, and Spot the hyena. Could be worse, old boy. We'll be the happy four and not five any more. We shall make the best of what comes, said Croc. A voice breaks in. Stop right there. All will work out. She will meet with us all, and we shall see what gives, old friends, said Mr. Plus One. Thanks, old boy, for your reassurance. Well, Croc, I shall do the wait-and-see thing, in the hopes she comes around and changes her stance on you. Having friends, said Clip. Well, nice to see that I have been spoken for. No consultation with me, said Croc in an angry voice. Just hold on. We had spoken about our feelings in this matter before Mr. Plus One put his two cents in, and if I was to quote you word for word, you said, Could be worse, old boy. We will be the happy four and not five any more. We shall make the best of what comes. Clip reminds Croc of his comment made earlier. The day soon moves into the early afternoon as Peter makes his way home from school on foot. 
This walk takes him about 45 minutes. But as Bob puts it, a bit of exercise won't harm anybody, as Peter is still recovering from his head injury that put him in hospital. If he has any dreams of playing sport again at school, he needs to build his strength up. Bob is now at the office having taken a call from Captain Zondi to say that a delegation from Scotland Yard and the FBI from the USA are needing some information regarding Fred and will be coming from Johannesburg where they are presently with Colonel Robertson consulting with her regarding Fred's involvement in poaching. Bob cannot understand how such a pleasant-natured fellow as his brother had got involved in an international crime syndicate. You've been listening to an episode of African Story, read and written by Richard Nichols. Join me again for another exciting installment of African Story coming soon.